This episode of the Gnostic Deluge, we continue in the Kabbalion with the fifth hermetic principle, the principle of rhythm. We talk about the constant back and forth of living and also discuss how to neutralize some of the effects of the swing of rhythm. Enjoy! Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you, Brandon? Good, good. Welcome, Mark, to uh, the Gnostic Deluge. Here we are once again, once again ready to dive into dive into the deep end yeah. of the Deluge. We're going down a few rabbit holes, probably. We'll see how many we go down. But yeah, we got a... This one doesn't today. have a lot of rabbit holes. No, I can't, foresee, I can't foresee rabbit holes on this one. This is, uh, we're going over chapter 11 of the Kybalion, and it's on rhythm. Rhythm. The principle of rhythm is the fifth hermetic principle. This one's on rhythm. Hopefully it doesn't give you the blues. Oh, it's going to be hard not blues. to. It's going to be hard not to. Dude, whenever that rhythm gets going, you can't help but dance. At least that's what they say. Anyway, and the... This episode's brought to you by Virgil's Zero Sugar Root Beer. I'll take one of those too. Brandon brought. He is you got him in the bottle. Yeah. So thank goodness for erythritol, stevia, and monk fruit. Thank goodness. You know why did I think that these actually had some kind of calories in them? Oh no, because they have. They taste so good. Yeah. Dang it. How'd you do that, Brandon? I had to use a towel. Sure. I hate the bottle caps that are supposed to be unscrutable, but they hurt to yeah. do it. Yeah, it's like eggs. At home, I just use the... What letter did you get? A V? I got an I. Oh, I didn't realize I did that. Yeah, that's right. You can spell the name. Yeah. I wonder if you win a... You'd have to get a one. I wonder if, you, if one of people would try and spell the whole name. Seven. And do you think there's an apostrophe on one of them? I don't know. Hey, do you remember uh, when you, you remember back in the we were close to the same age? Remember back in the eighties and nineties? Tootsie Roll Bob. Yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna do. Shooting the star. Yeah, how did you know I was gonna go there? Probably because the the whole gimmick of the lid. Yeah, that was like the biggest thing. Supposedly, you could if you had the Indian, the full Indian shooting the star, you could take it into the store and they'd give you a free lollipop. Did you ever do that? You I never what? did. I don't know if I did or not. I. For some reason, I imagine that it did happen, but that might be just a false memory. Yeah. Where you're kind of like, yeah. <laughs> you think that's that was a real those... thing? Do you think it's a real thing that happened? It's like the legend. It's one of those legends that go around. I wonder like, if dude, it... you got an Indian shooting a star. But then, but then later on, when we got older, all of a sudden, Indian shooting the star was on there on all of almost because all the. Rappers. It's almost like the 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 the, the company, whoever owns T- Tootsie role whether it's maybe it's nestle or something like that but whoever owns a company they figured out that people really wanted the indian shooting stars it's like we can make our product better by having all of the rappers have an indian yeah and then star. it becomes not as special yeah you're right you're right well i'm just saying because it was it was a big deal like you couldn't indian shooting a star so basically there's this indian and traditional you know native american indian yeah with a feather head yeah. And he's got he's got a bow and arrow. Yeah. And then there's a star out there, so he's aiming at this 
star. And the rumor was that if you got a wrapper, the Tootsie Roll Pop, that was, and you open it up and you, you, there's all these different characters. If you got one with that on it, you could go to the store, like Circle K. Yeah. Which, and you'd give it to them and they would, you would get a free Tootsie Roll Pop. You know what? Let's talk about how Tootsie Roll is a very underrated. It's one that I used to say when I was oh. a kid. I used to actually yeah. get disappointed, especially trick or treating and oh, getting no, them. No, I you love, know? I love, you're right. I think I did too. But I, but then now that I've gotten older, Tootsie Rolls like are so good. Yeah. And then um, there's these Tootsie Roll, like these fruit mm-hmm. chews. Yeah. Same brand. My wife and son are like in love with them. Are they? Yeah. They're they're like they're good too. Yeah, yeah Tootsie Roll, but they're fruit chews. They come in a bigger bag. Yeah, I love them. And they, they're not wrapped individually. Anyway. Um, so Tootsie Roll, an old oh, classic. Oh, they get them that are not wrapped individually? Huh? They get the ones that are not wrapped individually. Well, these are these are different. They're fruit chews. And they're they're Basically, they have like kind of a hard, oh, a harder candy these. crust. I don't know They're these. good. You should I go thought you were referring to like the Tootsie Rolls. No, no, no. The fruit the, flavors. They have the no. We, they have those too, and those are those are individual. And they have a vanilla one in there too for some reason. My wife actually last night she's like, "Did you eat all the vanilla ones?" <laughs> I love the one, the blue ones. Yeah, so, and I was like, I haven't even eaten those. No. So the thing, you know, what we should do is go down and get an Indian shooting star wrapper from a Tootsie Roll pop. And then take it to like a get like a hidden camera and take it to like a circle K. Yeah. And ask to redeem. I wonder if you know what? I'm gonna look into that. If it was ever a real thing. Yeah. Because probably it was some a, like, this weird rumor. Yeah, it was probably some like uh soda shop in the Midwest that they did it and Yeah, it oh that's that could have been. And yeah, spread. that and then all of a sudden it spread and kids just we you know, being kids was like would never do it, but we'd be like, oh, sweet, I gotta. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay, so today we're talking about the principle of rhythm, like we said. Rhythm. And this one will not give you the blues. <laughs> I'm you, gonna keep. I'm I think gonna you said that already, that. too. I know. <laughs> I said. <laughs> hey, let, okay. me, let me read the, um, the, the, uh, the maxim here. Okay, read it nice and... Maxim? Is it Maxim? Axiom? Axiom. Maxim's a magazine. I I was a subscriber. Did you? No, but it was... Yeah, anyway. (laughs) I'd always have sexy girls on the cover. Yeah, Maxim. Not that I ever saw it, but... No, I've never even seen that before. Everything flows out and in. Everything has its tides. All things rise and fall. The pendulum swing manifests in everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. Rhythm compensates. All right. That's probably one of the my. That's probably one of my favorite aphorisms. Really? Right there. It's not. I don't. This is not my favorite aphorism. Axiom, aphorism. Someone's gonna correct us on the comments. I right? got a dictionary here, actually. Well, th- good luck because the definitions are pretty close to the same thing. But an aphorism, I thought that was something that you would like repeat to yours, like, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh dang it, people like me. That's like, an affirmation. Oh. How would you spell affirma- aphorism? A-P-H-O-R. A-P-H? Oh, dang it. I was going to say. Yeah. 
APH. Yeah, why do they make these ones so small? I think they're the same word. Almost. They have apothecary. Oh, is aphorism not in there? Um, no, it might be. What kind of dictionary is that, Mark? Well, it's a small one, as yeah. you might be able to tell. APH. Oh, I maybe I'm wrong. I just I can't imagine it being AF. Well, anyway, whatever. Hey, but anyways, I like I like it in like the poetic sense, not because of like the what it, you know what I'm saying. Rhythm compensates. Yeah, I love the whole like the measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. It's almost like a little poem. Yeah, rhythm compensates. Yeah, it almost like moves moves you. You know, like as yeah, the rhythm, see, it's deep, it almost has its own little rhythm it's to deep. it. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right, so in, I have written here, in everything there is manifested a measured motion. In everything. To and from, flow and inflow, ebb and flow, forward and backward. And these are all between two poles manifest on a physical mental and spiritual planes all these there's always this flow that's going on that yeah. loss in like the clock like a pendulum it or throwing a ball up yeah what goes up must come down oh yeah no i like this i like this one it reminded me i have uh of Newton's third law to everything there's an equal and opposite reaction or yeah. re every action there's an equal and opposite yeah reaction basically exactly that's a, that's a, that's a, that's exactly what he's talking about yeah. yeah so and i don't think that one's been disproven <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know some of the stuff is was sure, you know is antiquated or yeah, whatever exactly. but that one's like if something hits something there's going to be a, a, a reaction to, you know, compensate it or that that's going to automatically happen. Um, so one of the first things that this talks about is, you know, the the just like if you imagine the imagery of the pendulum swinging and it's between the two poles. Right. Yeah. On polarity. But that it rarely the the swing rarely reaches the extremes of the poles. Yeah. Yeah. And of course in the last chapter on polarity, one of the ways it does talk about how one of the ways we can protect ourselves from rhythm is by is by uh achieving the extremes. Did you catch that part? I didn't catch that part. Yeah, there was a part in polarity where Dang it's... It. Yeah. Oh, with the positive and negative? Was that what it was? It was talking about how, yeah, like one, getting to the extreme of a pull. One of the ways to protect, protect yourself from the inevitable, like, rhythm, you know, is to, like, find yourself at an extreme. Oh, but that's that's in this one. Brandon. It was mentioned in the last one too. Oh, did it? Yeah. Well, okay. Let's let's, let's go on with this one then. Let's continue on this one. Okay. Then. Well, but it's like, yeah, like you said though, just because it's a pendulum swinging is not going to the furthest end. To the furthest end, it could be little movements, but it, if it moves one way, it's inevitably going to swing that 
seems like that much or that far, however far it went the other way. So, for example, let's, if we use an example that we gave on polarity for here, right here where we're at in Arizona at this time of year, the pendulum swing basically goes from about at the very coolest part of the day. It's like in the low 80s and in the middle of the night, probably, or maybe the mid 80s to the hundreds. And it just like the pendulum swings. Yeah. And we we have this rhythm where every day we we're basically shifting it gets hotter from, and hotter. Shifting from the mid like, mid eighties at the very coolest the 90s, to the 110, 115s. Yeah. And that pendulum over time moves because that pendulum is also on a pendulum. <laughs> so that throughout the year the pendulum moves and it's Yeah, and, the and weather the weather will be, cycle will be shifting between yeah. You know, the 30s up to the 70s. Well, to kind of go, you know, uh, along the lines, there's action and reaction. But we're going to, like, I'm going to use a lot of these because they're good little. Okay. Uh, advance and retreat. So it's like, you know, this isn't quite the polarity. This is just like you're moving towards, you move away. Yeah. You know, uh, rising and sinking. So these are all things that. Uh, this is a phenomenon of the universe manifest in creation or destruction of worlds, the rise and fall of nations, etc. So this is the, just trying to get an idea of what they're talking about with rhythm. Yeah, I like that the whole rise and fall of nations part, the destructions of worlds. Yeah, you know, you know, these basically what the instance, the cyclical nature that you know that we talk about sometimes just mm -hmm. cycles on and on yeah it's it's not, it's like actually this a cycle is a good good thing also with along the lines of rhythm yeah because exactly. like all worlds living things are born grow die yep but are eventually reborn yeah that return they return one of the best things things that they had in here was Talked about a, the sun, a sun, and how when it dies, it's yeah, let's, uh, the the matter returns. And yeah, this, I thought that was so cool because it does. It mentions that for the Earth too. Where the heck is that? Golly! It mentions that for the Earth. Uh, oh, suns spring into being, and then their height at then. Their height of power being reached, the process of retrogression begins. Oh, that's right. Yeah. See, so this isn't like a this isn't like a quick swing either necessarily. So it, it begins retrogression, and after aeon, eons, they become dead masses of matter, awaiting another impulse, which starts again their inner energies into activity, and new solar life cycle is begun. So one of the big things in this is like it's not necessarily a huge a fast swing either actually this is probably important you yeah. know it's not it's not like like all of a sudden it's swinging up here and then all of a sudden boom it's to the other side you know it's most of the time it's a very gradual swing that if you knew how to look for it you could see it coming mm-hmm Kind of like the... This is know. the power of the Hermetics right here. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like... 
just like with the the weather that you're talking about the summer and the winter you know you know whenever it's the spring the leaves are shooting forth and all this new life the summer's the time to kind of harvest into into or actually we'll just say harvest you know you're growing throughout the spring and summer you're harvesting in the fall but it's starting to get cold yep you know but the food's ready just in time to get it stored up and to lay away for the winter time so but you've had time it's not like all of a sudden boom boom you know it's winter sometimes they're freaks of nature you know freak of nature will happen where a winter storm or whatever but most of the time it's a rhythm and a slow rhythm that you can like if you think of rhythm you can actually dance to it if you yeah you know where you can actually move with it and that's what um i'm talking about yeah i I totally agree it's not a quick thing no exactly see it coming and then you'll see it and then once you see it once you can be like you know like year after year you'd be like this is the way it works one of the things i think is funny is we use this what's this what's this uh little uh term we use it's like this uh cliche what is it uh trick me once fool fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me yeah it's kind of like, hey, you, sh- you by this point you've been introduced to pattern. If you if the pattern, if you don't, if you're not ready for it the next time, then it's kind of yeah, you know. Yeah, it's fault. like, well, you didn't learn the first time. Yeah, and so fool me three times. And I think a lot of times, certain things and certain things in life is just so. It's the rhythm. The 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 rhythm is so normal that you know people usually aren't like. Hit, they're not like not ready for the winter time, you know, because it's such a standard. Yeah, but like, there's other things like rise and fall in like an economy, for example. Yeah. Oh, this is where this is where. Yeah, and or so may, most rise and fall of nations. Correct. And so most people, it's a lot slower moving thing. Most yeah. Of the so time. rise and fall of nations is a little bit bigger, but let's say an economy right here. We've. In our lifetime, we've witnessed this happen like two or three times where like everything just like goes down the drain economy wise. Mm-hmm. And then you're always like, oh man, but the smart people were actually like getting ready for this, you know, this like re- whatever we decide to call it, recession, depression, whatever. And the smart oh, people- it's a boom and bust kind of thing. Yeah, smart people are like, oh, they prepare and they save for the rainy day. Mm-hmm. And they store up because they're they're under they understand that according to rhythm it's going to happen again. Yeah, and then of course now the rise and fall of nations is a little more scary. Yeah, you're like, what is going on? Like, yeah. And you look at the history. You look at the history books, and you what? can say, "Wow, we've been a we've been a nation. We've been a happy, safe place for three hundred, two hundred fifty. Dude, can't we just get another hundred years out of this bad yeah, boy? Yeah, but everybody. But and here's the problem." Is, Everybody thinks that they can. Like, no, no, no. We're not. We're gonna change, and we're not gonna be the ones that fall after three hundred. You know. Well, the thing is, is that there, there will be. Yeah, inevitably, it'll happen eventually. <laughs> I mean, it's just even even Rome. You know, the thousand year reign. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Even even in that, it had ebbs and flows, and then eventually, it just. Yep. Went away, man. Yeah. But it was a long time in coming. I liked the um 
If you're ready to move on to the next part, I'm. Can I? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I liked the. Uh, Ooh, that's good. This, yeah. Diet Dr. Pepper's Diet, Diet Dr. Pepper's good pretty today. tasty. I like this spiritual, this spiritual uh, interpretation of it. Okay. You know, after it mentions the rise and fall of nations and, and you know earths and suns, it mentions the um, that like beginning with the manifestations of spirit of the all. It will be noticed that there is there is ever the outpouring and the indrawing. Oh, the yeah. outbreathing and you know, inbreathing of Brahm. It's funny because I kind of skipped that part. Yeah, but that was it was cool, but I just didn't write it down. So yeah. okay, yeah. As the Brahmins worded it, you know the the inhalation, exhalation. Yeah, keep going. You know, with it. This is actually really universes are created, reach their extreme low point in material materiality. And then begin their upward swing. This is what you read. This is when oh, sun okay. spring into being. But the what, when it comes when the sun springing into being, and then their height, their powers reached, and the retrogression begins. Uh, you know, in a spiritual manner, it's almost like this is at the the uh, the. It's almost like these things happen at the same rhythm of like a greater being just. Just breathing. breathing. Yeah. Yeah, we're just on God's breath. Yeah. You're like, just hoping he doesn't breathe back in. Because <laughs> we get sucked back Take in. Take a deep breath, like, man. Do not sneeze. <laughs> Do not sneeze, please. Anyway. Yes. And I liked that how you get the sense of, you know, this is referring to in a how the Brahmins worded it, which is, you know, ancient, you know, Vedic, Indian, you know, religious perspective. So people have seen this principle of rhythm. This is a this is this is a this is a principle that is is uh, beyond beyond time and space, right? Everybody's noticed it. It's a real thing. Yeah, it happens. Well, if you think about even uh, there's some traditions. Actually, we've talked about with the uh, it was a Native American one where they're talking about the comet. Mm. Yeah, called Whitetail. Uh, oh, what was it? Anyway, this. Uh, that would return again, you know, and, and it brings it brings bring, doom, bring but bring bring a change, a change or yeah. destruction, but yeah, a, you know, a change to the world that and that this had ha- this had happened in the cycle, you know, that this wasn't the first and you know time, this won't be the last time either. Yeah, but so, every you know, it's some it's some if you look into some, it's like. A twenty-five thousand year cycle, you know, whatever. Twelve thousand year cycles, yeah. all these different like rhythms that we can see. Yeah, and that that are there's these big rhythms going on around us that we don't even know, and you have to have a huge like even to be able to record the procession of the Earth, right? Where it's like wobbling mm-hmm. back yeah. and forth. Uh, each degree of wobble takes seventy-two years to be able to figure out. So, oh. and this, this, anyway, I don't, but science, th- yeah, they were able to re to, to record this procession back in Egyptian times and, yeah, you know, right. and, and Greek. And I mean, so these guys were super patient and I mean, so we're talking about something that lasts beyond your life for Correct. one degree of procession to see Correct. this happen. Yeah, anyway, that's cool. But okay. Now I'm going off on, but it's just an interesting thing that. There's all these huge processions or now I'm doing rhythms going on that we don't even see. 
and understand. So we we should we need to pay attention to things that we can. There's there's a lot of stuff that we do can see and we can learn from, you know. So a few episodes ago, we talked about. Um, I remember I don't remember to what degree we did, but I remember I remember, I remember talking about how the this um how there's with the zodiac and how this system that was created affects how things work here you know i mentioned the no random how there's oh, like an yeah, invisible yeah, yeah. seed that affects everything and that's yeah. how like the tarot deck works and yeah you're you like the see. same thing that's affecting your life is affecting the cards that exactly. was so interesting i was like that may that actually kind of makes sense and so that's what i thought about with this whole like you know like nations rising and falling it's like we're all like subject to the same variables that we can't really understand or see but they're like the breath you just imagine like the the in like the in, the, in like the high level spiritual way of looking at it just the, the inhalation and exhalation of god you know like it's affecting everything and it trickles down and then we see these things happen we we see these mini rhythms happen but they're really the mini rhythms are actually really part rhythm sub rhythms of larger rhythms yeah. and yeah, it's all connected. I guess correspondence, effect, butterfly effect way, and everything's just connected. Yeah, and so we go, oh, it's about time this happens. It's like, but a a someone who sits there and spends their time observing stars and observing patterns and you know this whole imagery of this old you know hermetic type of guy with a wizard hat and spending a time like reading through books and, yeah. and chronicling histories and and predicting that there's going to be a great disaster happening soon and yeah like and, nostradamus or correct, something correct like, yeah but well um i guess it goes back to that thing uh correspondence and the the whole thing about the knowing the monad and the yeah, archangel exactly they all exactly Those yeah are, yep. but we right now we're just concerned with the monad our own little monad oh, our own little monad you know <laughs> That, or the, that's one of the big things too though is that a lot of times we as humans want to jump to the bigger thing and we don't even understand the littler thing and that's what you mentioned or was it wasn't the last episode you mentioned it or was it before between episodes oh yeah the, you mentioned how like let we, me let me do the quote go, again go for it. It was a good one. yeah how can you know anything of life and the universe around you when you know nothing of your true self so that's Fair. in that case Instead of us focusing on the monad, we're actually focusing on the archangel. Yeah. Trying to understand the archangel without even trying to understand the monad. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Maybe we're going off on... No, this okay. is this is relevant. All right. Um, let's see what I got here. Uh, there's no such thing as absolute rest or cessation of movement, and all movement partakes of rhythm. Rhythm carries over into manifestation and influence to the mental activities of man. Okay, this is where we're talking. We're kind of talking about seasons and yeah, God's breathing, but it also carries over into our own. This is where this is where it gets good. Then this is where it gets into understanding ourselves. Actually, good thing you brought up that quote because all this stuff, the seasons and they the cycles. You know what? Yeah, cyclical. This is more of a cycle. Cyclical. You know? I mean, yeah. that pendulum's actually going... Yeah. And, but, uh, it's like... 
swinging around. <laughs> like, my clock is not working right. <laughs> you're waiting for it to come back from that direction. You're like, what? It's coming back. But the way. swing back and forth. I guess it's the swing back and forth. But, uh, but, um, so it carries over into the mental activities. And this is where actually looking at that, the, uh, the bigger thing can help us with our minds too. It accounts for our succession of moods and feelings. We can see this in our own lives. Um, what do I, what else? So it works for us too. Like if you're in a good mood, you'll probably be in a bad mood. You'll have that swing. Exactly. And you have to. And so knowing that though allows you to neutralize it. Right? Mm -hmm. Being aware of the rhythm allows you to neutralize it. Yeah. But one, one thing though that's important to remember is that if you don't have if you've never been to the other side swung the other way sure you wouldn't even know the good the good this is kind right. of back to the yeah we mentioned the other right. thing yeah. but but it's saying and they go into this talking about past lives and stuff that um there's always this swing but it could take lifetimes for it to swing back the other way anyway i don't want to i just thought of something this has got a little bonus here oh sweet that i don't know if, if you've gotten to this if you've if you're if you've gotten to this part or not but there's this uh fantasy series by brandon sanderson mm-hmm. and it's the way of kings yeah i got i've got the first two books under my belt and so there's this brandon sanderson has this thing that he created was which is called like a high storm and yeah. it basically travels around the world. Yeah. And so, like, they have to, like, cultures, all all these cultures of people, these civilizations, they all are, like, they basically have, like, this whole, like, concept of, oh, we got, we got a few days till the next high storm comes. Yeah. And their entire, like, their entire system is, like, based around these storms. That well, they're come. super destructive, yeah. too. And so, like, they have to basically build these... They live in these places. They live in these cities that are basically like at any given moment they can just rush in, into the basically these into the into the earth of these stone structures and weather the storm out until it passes over. You know. Yeah. But yeah, there's an interesting thing that happens with those high storms later on in the series. But I thought I, when we were talking about this whole like cyclical nature rather than the pendulum swing, you know. Yeah. I was like, oh, that reminds me of the whole high storm. Oh yeah. Traveling around the. Uh, uh, the earth. Well, and, yeah, and then there's, the world. now there's this new storm. Yeah, so you're, I don't, I wouldn't travel far you were, far, far, far you were. Yeah. So now there's a new pendulum swinging. Yeah, it's a lot, like, anyway. Yeah, anyways, good, no, good series. No spoiler. Good series, but yeah. Yeah, um, it is a good one. I think that he's playing around, he's probably playing around with the whole sick, sick, you know, pendulum swing. Yeah. You know? So, uh, speaking of succession of moods and feelings, Hermetists, by setting the operation the, the, of rhythm, have learned to escape some activities by transmutation. Yeah. So this is like, this one's interesting, and I, I'm not sure I totally get exactly what they're talking about, but we'll go go through it and maybe... And it's ref, they're referencing uh, the, the previous two chapters we did were... 
vibration. We did vibration. We, well, the last one we did was polarity. Mm-hmm. The one before that we did that was was vibration. Yeah, and you're moving. So you're changing. Transmutation is just. It's is taking. It's changing vibration. Yeah, because it's not it's not taking something, like. Like okay, say lead to gold. Mm-hmm. All right, it has to be a uh, stone, I guess. Right or a metal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't metal. It can't be from lead it to leaves. It can't be. Yeah, you, you don't, you're not going to do a lead to a fish. Correct. Or something like that. It's it's trans it's transmutation of the same thing. So, or on the same pole or on the same vibration. See, this is where it's all mm-hmm. relative. The swing, but this one's a swing. Like where it's where instead where you can it's swung one way and then all of a sudden you know inevitably that swing is gonna come back and you have to do something to oh, get out of the way. Well or or you change your vibration. Yeah, so you, one way you can weather an economical storm is by changing the way you live and getting it so that when this when the when the economy collapses, you're actually because of decisions you made years ago, yeah, and preparing for it, you're well, actually th- immune to it in think, a way. Yeah, think about like okay, the economic things that what everybody else is doing at the time, say the housing collapse, sure, buying houses, taking zero interest loans, all this stuff, you know, yeah, and so they're all getting caught up in that, and they're like, I'm actually making money. And then somebody who could see that would be like, instead they would buy a small house, you know, that uh, and just pay on, keep paying on that, not keep on flipping houses and all that, Correct. Yeah. you know, and then start saving money, you know, and then not get caught. So whenever all of a sudden the housing prices collapse and people are underwater, there this person is still you know is has weathered it i have a friend of a friend okay so i'm not gonna i don't even know the person i got caught up in that whole housing thing so so. did i we both did (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) me and mark have an experience with that so (laughs) but anyways um like i have a friend of a friend who i was kind of like so i was kind of advising somebody through a friend recently right and this person who i don't know too well but i know enough about them now they have this issue where they kind of have this rhythm in their life where they continually go through i mean it's like i think it's referred to as bipolarism they continually will go through these mood swings that just destroy their life over and over and over again yeah and so i was kind of helping this person through my you know i'm now a site i'm now like a know-it-all he's a guru man i'm now a know-it-all hermetic but at least kybalianic and so I was kind of advising this person and in a way I was like, say, so they can recognize this rhythm. They can recognize that it's going to happen again. Right. So they, I was giving them advice of like, Hey, so put yourself in a position where you're going to expect this to happen again. And you change the variables around you so that it's not going to like, like basically like plan on having like, let's say weather the storm. I was using the whole high storm example. I wasn't the telling them. Storm. I wasn't telling them about the high storm. Girl, I've got a series you've has to, like, have read to read. this book. No, but basically, like, hey, so plan on try and predict when this is going to happen. 
you know, it goes every four or five days. Okay, so in four or Ooh, five that's days, a pretty good cycle. Going. In four or five yeah. days, like take a day off of work, you know, you know what I'm saying, and like try and change it up somehow, where like things are not the same anymore, mm-hmm. and see if that works. And because you can't avoid the rhythm, but if you change the other variables that you do have control over, then you might not be as it might, might might not hurt as much, or you might be just you could find a place that you're just completely like safe from the storm, you know. Because it's a friend of a friend, I don't really know how well that went for advice. But anyways, he killed himself. He's so. he's now gone. Anyways, uh, it was a woman. But anyways, oh gosh, people have everybody has different challenges. Some people that have like these moods that swing and move. Mm. They oh my gosh, it's, it's really there. difficult. Yeah, really difficult. So. Well, you know what? Uh, usually, the best thing for that kind of stuff is to crawl under know, a rock, and and no, but to talk to a psychiatrist. Yeah, don't talk to me kid. about that. Yeah, if yeah. you're talking to Brandon, come on, <laughs> you're you're in trouble. You you're gonna die. But uh, yeah, you're so there is this point, and I, that's what you were referring to, and I am, I I would like to know, I would like to understand it better about how to neutralize okay well that. here I'll, I'll i'll walk us through it walk me but through. but i don't totally get it well, and this where this is where okay so i'm gonna call my doctor tomorrow and like fire him because like, i'm gonna listen to what you're saying now i don't have a doctor by the way but go ahead he's he's already been fired yes okay so you got you basically have two planes of consciousness there's a lower and a higher mm-hmm so the lower is the unconscious, the higher is the conscious. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, the unconscious are those things that are just automatic. Yeah, you have we have our Oh. You snake. know this might be, start making sense. We have yeah, our the serpent the reptile, mind and our reptile mind. Yeah. Or, yeah, the things that just automatically happen. So what they're saying the hermetists hermetists do is that they rise to the to the higher plane, the conscious plane, whenever these things are happening in the lower so, unconscious. And so a Buddhist would also, a Buddhist would reword that as in, they would be present in the moment. Yeah. And stop doing things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe that'll make sense. Is that if ever you've meditated, what you're doing is you're just trying to observe your thoughts. Yeah, and you're seeing like, whoa, and- yeah. But then all of a sudden, next thing you know, as you're trying to just, all you're trying to do is feel your breath, inhale and exhale. Next thing you know, your mind's thinking about something. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, you just, oh, you come just, back. you're like, okay, back. Yeah. But you keep on seeing the cycle where your mind, the unconscious mind is trying to bring you back into the but you're you're the interesting thing about the buddhist thing is or about using the breath i think is that you're concentrating on an unconscious yeah it's a, it's a cheat yeah it's yeah, really it's a, cool it's a, it's a cheat because it's like but by by just actually focusing on the one thing that is a rhythm and it's a rhythm in and out in yeah, and out yeah you're you're able to see though that your mind is all over the place too yeah 
anyway i don't so i've often i've often seen uh buddhism buddhist uh philosophy as a lot of like and i don't say this in a mean way at all i think it's brilliant but as a cheat like there's a lot of like like just stop and be calm and it's like oh yeah of course that's gonna work you know or you know the whole like i read a lot of books that are buddhist or or, how is that a cheat because it's not like this big old system on how to weather the storm it's just like (laughs) this like just stop moving just calm down well but I, I, well, yeah, it doesn't go it doesn't, sit, go sit yourself in a corner somewhere and breathe. And of course, you're oh, okay. Have, I see you what know. you're, I see what you're saying. I think, I think the, the, okay. Cause I think the idea is that you're working on the meditation on the pillow, you know, for 10 minutes and then you're supposed to take it into your life where all of a sudden you'll, you we're all of a sudden you'll start like me, you know, ranting about something you're like, Oh, I can't believe this. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh wait, I'm, I'm, that's me. My mind's just going that they, they call it the monkey mind mm-hmm. where you're just, sure. your mind is just, is, is taking you down this thing. And then you're like, wait, I don't have to, you know, I can concentrate back on the breath. And then all of a sudden next thing you know, you're not even thinking about that anymore. You yeah. get caught up in the the rhythm. And so this a, is where... a better word for cheat would be like a hack. Like it's like, hey, this is. Well, yeah, it's a hack, but it's a hack that you're. The, yeah, the idea that you can that just sitting there and becoming a monk or whatever is gonna. That's not. Sure. It's not practical. No. For for most people, so if that's why the, the Western Hermetic system. They, they talk about it's kind of more meant for the Western mind, you know, because it's more of a practical like, oh, well, I want to keep on living my life. But sure. Being in the world and, you know, but uh, you have some you have some. You get that from like there's you get that from, Sto- you get that from stoic. Yeah. Thought, too. Yeah. Where you're just like, hey, you know what? You're going to be living. You're not, you know. Like if you can't live in, the the main thing I think is if you can't live in the world or if you have to be in some kind of specialized thing, it's like what's the practicality of it? Correct. You know? Yeah, if you're just locked up in a closet, what's what's the point? Yeah. But anyway. But okay, so that but that does talk about the rhythm where with meditation and stuff or the unconscious you're focusing on something on one unconscious thing, you know, your breath, and then you're able to see how your brain cycles and bring it back and see that rhythm that all of a sudden you'll be like thinking about, oh, I need to do this. Oh, this person made me mad. And then you're like, you see the rhythm because what happens is all of a sudden it starts swinging one way, your mind, and you can be carried way far, you know, and then... That's good imagery there, yeah. It's good know, imagery. Yeah. You're brilliant, and, Mark. Thank you. You know, it's something that I just thought of as like, okay, a pendulum, <laughs> like a clock, and it swings. I, is this something I came up with? Yeah, you just came up with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, okay, so so the idea is the, the planes of consciousness, you're rising, you're taking it from the unconscious where uh, you're rising up to conscious uh so rise up to the higher plane 
to escape the rhythmic swing manifested on the lower. I don't know. Uh, allow so but the way you do this is you allow the swing to happen on the lower without it affecting the higher so that I'm not sure this is called the law of neutralization neutralization yeah so you're neutralizing by moving up to a higher plane somehow but they're not like I said by you know letting whatever happens on the unconscious happen but not letting it affect you like, okay, how about this? Whenever, like, say I I yelled something at you. Okay. You know, that I call you a name. Oh, what name that's you call not your, That's not just Brandon. You call me like a jerk or something? Yeah. Okay. You, sir. No. But, uh, or I, I, I take off a glove and I Ooh, that'd be smack you. That would be really cool. What What's the initial thing? Regardless... I, I take off my glove. I'm like, you, sir, have offended me. Mm-hmm. And I slap you across the face with it. What happens right away in the unconscious? Outside of starting to cry? Well, I didn't slap you. It was it was okay. a solid slap, but not a hard one. But I'm okay. saying inside your body, there you're like, suddenly you probably, your heart, boom, ba-doom, yeah. ba-doom. You, set, you probably get adrenaline. There's yeah. probably some anger, like, what yeah like you feel that my blowing fist, up my fist is eventually uh, like immediately clenching yeah you probably tighten up there's all these unconscious things that just automatically happen it wouldn't be too many milliseconds before i was like in the air you take like off back, your glove and kick. say i challenge you to a duel sir <laughs> slap me with the thing but what's the automatic thing there's the action i do and there's the reaction, and it's an unconscious thing that suddenly you're like, so what? Ha- what? In this example, you have a choice to go with those feelings that are just automatically in you, or to use your conscious and say, breathe, and you break the rhythm, break that rhythm. Yeah. So what? Ha- yeah. So the the con- unconscious has already happened. Your body is pulsing. You're ready. Gosh, I want it. We are going to duel pistols at noon. You know, that's your body's geared you up for that. But then you have a choice whether you react to that. Yeah. That's so also, that, there it is. Taking, okay, that's this also taking, I call this the taking it like a man perspective. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it goes into the whole Buddhist thing that I was talking about earlier. Ooh. Okay. The reason why is because um, one of the things one of the things I like about Buddhism, at least this branch of it that I've read read, read up on a lot, is there's this concept called the charnel ground. Where charnel you, ground? charnel ground is that a? You sure that's not a no it's, a Pokemon? No, no, no. So is that where the Charizard? No, trains? no. So the <laughs> on the charnel ground, ground in Tibet. In Tibet. They the ground is too hard and icy for them to like bury their dead. Mm. So they have these places called charnel grounds where they take the dead and it's basically they're they're basically carrying birds and like vultures will basically take oh, care okay. of it. All right. Yeah. And the charnel that's the charnel ground. And so one of the things that some branches of this Tibetan Buddhism will do 
is they refer they will go out to the to, in order to gain mastery of themselves they'll go and sit in the charnel ground and they'll have to like keep their composure and why these vultures are trying to pick yeah them. and it's like they wanted this vomit and this like oh where all the dead bodies are yeah you're saying. yeah and it's like it's like this horrible condition right and no one wants to be there yeah but when you go there and then when you can find peace while and the most worst place possible ah you know what I'm yeah saying? so you're 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 fighting that reaction your body's like oh, i got to get out of yeah. here and then just let and then it's over and you go right but the problem is is we we have a very flighty culture and society where like we want to just run from everything right yeah and so the more we the more we run you can remove yourself from it the more we run we're not actually we're not actually taking it like a man and it's like letting it beat us down and then go away and it's over with we run and run and run and it's continually following us everywhere we go yeah right? you never yeah you never learn from it or overcome Correct. like if there was or like a, even move up like move up the vibration so it's like it could just those things could just pass uh, under us, you know, sure. like a river flowing, or we could, you know, stand through it and it eventually. Well, that's one of the ways that I understand, as I was trying to understand this whole, like, how okay. letting, using the principle of rhythm to avoid the pain, as I was thinking about, like, in the eye of a storm, like a hurricane. And if, because if you understood, if you understand that the hurricane, the movement, then you can actually, if you stand in the right place, you're going to be not yeah the subject eye is to the to storm calm. yeah you're not gonna be subject to the storm because you're actually moving with the storm that'd be cool like you're just like staying in that you're just moving the whole way the back, but the backpack but there's all and... this destruction going on you that's like the master thing you know like like you can imagine like this master walking through and it's... and he's just like oh. yeah yeah true i see i yeah. i imagery I, I get the imagery there but then there's also this concept of, um, like, let's say there was a, a sickness, like a, like a sickness, and people were like trying to like avoid the sickness. If we continually trying to avoid it, people are, it, it's eventually going to come around, and you're going to get sick. Yeah, you might as well just get sick right away. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. And take care. In, in a hermetic view, increase your stamina, increase your health, get sick. Let your body fight it off, and then yeah. it's gone, and you're not spending the next five years running away from your sickness. Yeah, yeah, there comes a point, but but like you're saying though, you build up. You have to build up that. You can't do it. You can't. You're not just. You yeah. don't just go freaking hang out with lepers. And, you can't do it flippantly. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you you work on. There's a you know. But that's that's part of the cycle or the the swing where you're like. What you're doing is you're doing your best to be healthy, you know, to exercise, you know, eat right. All these things that are going to, you know, are going to help you. Yeah, I guess you really can't get away from this personal responsibility. Like, hey, I see the way that it's going to happen. It's going to happen again. Do I want to be subject to it? Yeah. Or do I want it? To- well, and that's, that's it. yeah, is that, yeah, that, um you have to be yeah personal responsibility that's for the, yourself that's the stoic approach the stoicism yeah. in there is like you just yeah so anyway I can't so, control it so the 
law of neutralization, raising ego above vibrations of the unconscious so that the negative swing is not manifested in the consciousness and therefore not affected. Yeah, I, I, do, I, derailed it. I derailed us on that. Sorry about that. But yes, I like the Thanks, imagery Brandon. there of the uh, lifting your mind up so that you're not as... as, as um, you don't drift off with Well, it. I think it made, made more sense once we talked about it because then the thing, yeah. Because I was like, what? The unconscious, the conscious? But your unconscious body is going to automatically do a certain things. Yeah, but you're just you have a choice you're just whether you're going to act or react you're just the unconsciousness is just like just you're just subject to what's happening around you and constantly reacting here read this part brandon all individuals oh i'm sorry yeah you got a different version than me i think i went ahead of you though well you're so far you're advanced here you can read mine okay yeah we're all individuals yeah all individuals who have attained any degree of self-mastery accomplish this more or less unknowingly, and by refusing to allow their moods and negative mental states to affect them, then apply the law of neutralization. The master, however, so care- this is the difference. But there's okay. This there's is this tons is what people of people that have already done this. That this is a common thing. If you know anybody who has any kind of self mastery, who's disciplined, they already know the principle. Yeah, they've done it. They've done it. They've they, done it out they, of uh, without realizing it. Yeah, their, yeah. Their their way their way of survival has done that for them. The master, however, carries us to a much higher degree of proficiency, and by the use of his will, he attains a degree of poise and mental firmness almost impossible of belief on the part of those who allow themselves to be swung backward and forward by the mental pendulum of moods and feelings. I like that. Like people are like. How like they're just watching this, whoever this master is, yeah. And have you ever? I've had that where you're like, how does this person do this? Like, I would sure. be raving, yelling, so upset. And then all of a sudden, there's this person that's just like, where somebody's you know, say confronting them about something or whatever, or being being, you know, very mean to them or whatever, and they're just like. I, I see, you know, how you, whatever, and you're just like, how? Yeah, they're just, they just, it's not like they just refuse to, like, let it carry them away. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that is like, that's a superpower, I think. You got a few stars in there. Oh, dude, stars. Stars are important. Well, so, but the, by use of his will, he attains a degree of poise and, and mental. mental firmness. Mental firmness. I like that. Yeah. There's like, okay, when you know people what? who who are who are so subject to the back and back and forward of yeah. the pendulum swing, they can't even believe it. Like people are just, I I just love the yeah, allow themselves to be swung backward and forward by the mental pendulum. Like they're just getting hit both swinging this way, boom, 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 and all of a sudden there's this guy who's just like, and people are trying to goad him or her into. Yeah. You know, like trolls or whatever on mm-hmm. the internet, or sure. let's just say, you know, who who are just typing stuff just to get a reaction, and it works. People react. People that don't react, you know, it's kind of like the whole idea: ignore them and they'll go away. That mm-hmm. doesn't always work, but no, but they can do if whether you uh, they go away or not. 
if you're not letting it affect you, if you have that mental firmness, that's huge. Okay, let's see. The, the importance of this will be appreciated by any thinking person who realizes what creatures of moods, feelings, and emotion the majority of people oh, gosh. are. And how little mastery of themselves they manifest. Yeah, Think we, about the world. And we talked about that a little while ago, yes. Think about political oh my gosh don't you well, yeah i'm it's just saying to, it's hard to not talk think about, about it, well yeah. and we don't even need to talk about we have we can you can just say turbulence everybody it's like oh, a freaking how, hurricane out there yeah like think about what creatures of mood feelings emotions the majority of people are and you can see how little mastery they have of themselves yeah that's, or that's that is a, manifest how much mastery is being manifest out there in the world. I know in my life, it's it's there's none. It's hard, and it's hard for me to even get any kind of mastery. So, but think so you can look at other people, but read the orange part, Brandon. All right, because this is where we bring it to ourselves. This is a star here. Yeah. I'm going to let you read a, something. If I you will stop and consider a moment, you will realize how much of these swings of rhythm have affected you in your life how a period of enthusiasm has been invariably followed by an opposite feeling and mood of depression likewise your moods and periods of courage have been succeeded by equal moods of fear i liked i like this one of the reasons i highlighted it was because it was like looking at the majority which i liked it is always easy to point at mm-hmm you know, like, yeah. oh, look what everybody else so is look doing. Look what it's done. Look what this side. And then it, it goes back to us. Hey, think about yourself. You know, like, you're, sometimes you have that high energy. You're just like, oh my gosh, I'm going for it. Yeah. You know, but then there's always the <laughs> inevitable swing where, hmm, what's life all about, you know? Like, and so you, it's ups and downs. And that's the thing is, so do the, do some math. Like, Hey, this is a great moment right here. Like I am, this is a good, I'm at, I'm at a high, mm -hmm. which means that's at some point it's going to end mm -hmm. and then there's going to be a low. Yeah. And so let me, let me be ready for the low. And then one of the, one of the keys is being or not, or not refuse to go to the low. Yeah. Refuse to let the low go. Or just say, hey, or realize when that low is coming. Buffer yourself up. You know what? Things will get better or things have been better. And being like a little grateful. You probably This is probably think? an individual by individual yeah. strategy, strategy that would need to happen. Yeah. But when the point is, is when the pendulum swing returns... come up with some system in some way whether it's lifting your mind up like like as mentioned here or kind of going the more like buffering yourself against a storm it's kind know, of like whatever way you have to do it like so as sands to the hourglass so are the days of our lives you know yeah are you quoting something right now yeah it was from that show days of our lives that old soap oh, opera got it <laughs> It sounded familiar. I'm like, where is that from? 
But no, it's yeah, this is definitely individual thing and you all all this stuff is you I mean have to get comfortable with the ideas and then apply them however you see fit. You know, like a master or an initiate. Yeah, an initiate. This is how they see it, you know, the basics, but you need to personalize it because we're all different. Yeah, you're special. You have your own you can have your own way of doing it. Every grain of sand is different. Is that a real thing? It's got to be. There's no way they're any insane. Every snowflake is individual? No, you're right. You're right. It wouldn't make sense if they were. You're right. It's like sands through the hourglass. So are the days of our lives. You know what I'm talking about? Now that you mentioned earlier. <laughs> like, didn't you just say that? Like That, that <laughs> quote's going to work somewhere. So the tides of feeling have ever risen and fallen, but they have never suspected the cause or reason of mental phenomenon. So these this is talking about people that that they don't need, that most of us are have these rising and falling feelings, but we don't even even begin to fathom why. But we let it all affect us. We're just like, ah, I'm mad now. That person made me mad. You know. So understanding the workings of this principle will give one the key to the mastery of these rhythmic swings of feeling and will enable him or her to know himself better and to avoid being carried away by the inflows and outflows. That's like, I mean, if that's powerful because, you know, there's mad, the, the, Madness of crowds, mm-hmm. mobs. Yeah. You know, you can get carried away. Next thing you know, you're oh. somewhere where you're just like, I don't even know. Like, and yeah. things can get nasty real yeah. quick. Like a real, like you, never you, know. you would always consider yourself an intelligent thinking person. And all of a sudden you're doing things like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that hasn't so. ever happened to me, but uh, I'm sure that. Yeah. I'd, I've heard of it happening to people. <laughs> so. Although, this is important, although the principle of rhythm can never be destroyed, it's it's something that's inevitable. You can't stop it. That swing's going to happen. You may escape its effects. One of the other things that the principle of rhythm, the principle of rhythm kind of means two different things. And one of them isn't really touched upon too much. It, re- it refers to the whole, the whole, like the ebb and flow, right? Yeah, the back and forth, back and forth. But it also, it also has this concept of the distance that it goes that way. It comes, it has to come the same distance back. This is going along with compensation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if you if you had much to say on that. I I uh, this is where I started underlying stuff. Okay. Underlining it instead of because I was like. No, the compensation's interesting because it's the counter. They use it, the counterbalance. So yeah. what do you have to... Well, it's it has to do with what we were talking about earlier the, on the last video that we did was uh, polarity, right? And remember how we talked about how the thing is, is there's a, the slide on the pole? 
Yeah. Right. You just can't just go from point A. You can't. There at no point does the temperature rise from seventy to eighty. It goes to seventy one and seventy two to seventy three. Right? Yeah. Unless you got so, a really good air conditioner. Yeah, and but even right. Yeah. yeah you, you know, it never can jump to the seventy to eighty. Yeah, it has to slide on the pole. It has to go in the direction. Yeah. Right. And so we talked about that, and basically. In order to change, when we talked about how we can change ourselves, and so you just don't all of a sudden like, I want to not be an angry person anymore. Okay, I'm not angry anymore. You have to work at going the direction of it, right? Yeah. Well, the law of compensation. So, in the law of compensation, in respect to rhythm, if I was to just enter, in, if I was just to like next week just crash and burn. And enter into a deep depression. Right? Mm-hmm. In order to bring myself out of that. Is this a call for help, Brandon? No, it, it could be. Do you need me to call you be, next week? It could be. I, don't talk about it because I'm almost ready to bring it to tears. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, just reach out to me next week. But man. if I crash and burn and I tank and I just, and I just like, go down the drain. I have the, tr- the trip out of the drain and back up. It's the same. I I don't get a cheat and all of a sudden like I'm back to normal again. Well, unless you're bipolar. Well, yeah. I, then you might be like have that serious sure. swing. But like what I'm saying is when I when I the the law of rhythm the principle of rhythm yeah follows compensation. Yeah, you you've you've fallen this far, so you you're gonna need to you have to your work yourself out of that. Yeah, yeah, and you just can't just like transport out of it. And so that's something that, you know, we're, when we crash and burn in life, we're, we're, we're often, at least myself, I make the mistake of often not like, like I'm crashing and burning anyways. I'm going to crash and burn hard. I'm going all the way. You know way. what I'm saying? And sometimes people make the mistake mm-hmm. and yeah. not worrying about like the amount of work it's going to take to get out of that. Yeah, you dig yourself in a deeper hole. Yeah. And we can go back to, we can go back to finances again. You dig yourself into a hole. It's going to be hard getting yeah, out. Yeah, it's sometimes it's a monster to get out of that. And there's no like... Even shortcuts, like bankruptcy or something. Sure. Is not you still have path. to pay for it somehow. Yeah. Maybe if not. If you have maybe, student loans, forget about yeah, it. If you have student loans, forget it. Never. You will never get forgiveness for those Since, loans. Yeah. It's like, that's the craziest thing. Anyway, so anyways. Something, no, but it's... Think about student... Some Something like a degree that's worthless... It, you can't find any kind of forget loan forgiveness for it. it'll follow you through for the rest of your life something i think anyway. mark's referring to me but yeah why do you got a lot of student debt yeah i took out loans when i was yeah. getting my useless degree well i'm just saying i'm saying something that's not okay i didn't i, didn't, I don't mean it that, way. that I hurt mean, man i'm ready to crush and some, burn now some, no i'm gonna crush and burn now Brandon, something that's actual <laughs> intangible and intangible. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Sure. I don't mean worthless, but well, my degree. And that they that that somehow the government set it up to where you can be forgiven of all these different things, but yeah. something we'll that's your not house. A yeah, all this stuff. But education will follow you till the day you die. Yeah, like, even if you're not even even if it doesn't even help you. How did they come up with it. that? That's what I'm saying. That's that's what I meant. Yeah, useless. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, that's. I'm saying it doesn't help everybody. Correct. That's a good point, man. I never thought of it that way. 
we we have these I guess systems it's because in place it's an for intangible, like, so they're like, well, we can't take it back. Maybe that's why. They have, because it's not like a car where they can take your car. They can do that. They can't take your degree back. They can't take what you've learned. They can like you have to work at Circle K. <laughs> They can, make anyway. they can make it not use it. Okay, okay. Now we're going. I'm yeah, going sorry off if you broke a circle. Okay. okay. I actually know someone that works circle. Okay. There's nothing wrong with wearing a circle. No. Okay. I love circle. Okay. Hey, I go there all yeah. the time. Yeah, I love circle. Okay. It's on the way. Only a circle. Okay. Is it a quick trip? I go there too. <laughs> so, okay, the law of compensation, counterbalance. Um, I like what they say. Um, this is kind of the thing that we we're talking. The man who enjoys keenly is such a subject to keen suffering. He who feels little pain is capable of feeling but little joy. You know mm-hmm. the amount that you feel, but they want to make sure that you know this isn't like inevitably. If you have a great time, it's gonna what's going to happen in the future next is you're going to suffer just. As you're going to suffer as you're much as you, you were never had alive. joined, I had joy. I mean, no, that's not that's not the what they're saying. They're they're taking this. Um, where do they say it? Where they uh, the law of compensation is ever in op- operation, even though several lives may be required for the return swing of the pendulum. The the pendulum of rhythm. So it's a bigger thing. It's not, it's not, it's not necessarily that this swing is just. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we're, we're, they're using that as a a visualization, but it's not necessarily that it's uh, inevitable. You're just going to suffer so hard, dude. Hey, Brandon, enjoy. Enjoy it now, man, because (laughs) you're headed for a world of hurt. Like, yeah. Dude, because I'm drinking this Diet Dr. Pepper right now, it's ice cold, tastes great. I'm going to be drinking acid later. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but the basic idea is that before one is able to enjoy a certain degree of pleasure, he must have swung far, you know, somewhere proportional to the other end of the pole. You know, that... It's it's that idea that um, you wouldn't know you wouldn't know joy if you had never known suffering. Yeah, and that's true. It's like what that's part that's part of this duality, the dual nature, is that it makes or the good and evil, whatever it all it you wouldn't know good if you didn't know evil. Yeah. So we mentioned we mentioned that earlier on too, or you did mention so it earlier. Look at the tree, man. Eat yeah. of it, but it's all it's all relative. But you can escape uh, some of the effects, and this is the thing: they're not saying you totally escape, but you can escape some of the effects by by using neutralization. So the the hard th- hard part about neutralization is it it's kind of bleak. In a way. Why? Because you have to, it's you have to you have to treat both sides the same. 
And this is where you get into the stoicism of where stoic stoicism comes in. Is in order to neutralize the pendulum swing, you have to neutralize. You have to like we're given we're given this we're given this imagery of like the good times and the bad times. Yeah, yeah. The neutralize it means you have to. It means you have to like uh, be above the good times as well. Ooh, don't let don't get caught up in the good times either. Neutralization doesn't mean like only just having the good times and fun, somehow Brandon's cheating this... out of the bad times. Yeah, dang it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what neutralization means. It means like, you know who might you've ever heard of Meister Eckhart? You've you've talked about him. Yeah. Meister Eckhart has these five. Well, the the uh, hermet the Corpus Hermeticum talks about it too. Corpus Hermeticum basically says um, it mentions how there's one there's a few parts where it mentions how uh, the all doesn't lack anything. But because it doesn't lack anything, it doesn't it doesn't need anything either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so Meister Eckhart has these five virtues that I've taught my kids, and I quiz them on them every day because they're hard to remember. And then the, the last two, four or five, are kind of tough to, to, to comprehend. But the five virtues that he talks about are: the first one is to to not uh, lose your, to not let thing, to not get, to not let your passions take over. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. To not have excuses is number two. Ooh. Don't have excuses. Number three is let the world be as it is like accept that it is as it is and you can't you know what i'm saying and that's kind of like the more of a buddhist that's buddhist a toughie way. yeah and the fourth one is don't let the bad times bring you down and the fifth one is don't let the good times bring you up right yeah so it's but well, yeah Meister we all eckhart, know those people that fall but, you know these but meister eckhart was a monk so it kind of makes a little bit more sense. Like, don't get up. Don't bring. Don't want to bring you up either. Like, be be the neutralize, neutralize that. But so if you don't want to fall, you might have to sacrifice some of the, the rises. Yeah. As well, because what goes up must come down. That's true. And that's what neutralization really is about. Is like, if you're going to prevent the fall, then skip out on the on the rise. Mm-hmm. Well, they say no one can keep his penny and have a bit of cake, too. You know, you're gonna have to. You have to pay for, yeah, whatever. Yeah, true. You got to give something up to gain something. Yeah. So, like, if you can be happy on crumbs, then do it. Well, or, or just live moderately. That's what I. And actually, that all returns to like being balanced. Yeah. The the yeah. thing is, is that. You don't want to be swinging to the extreme if if you can and the, yeah, if you can live in the middle, I think that you can enjoy and you can, you know. Yeah, I'm subject to the pendulum swing, but my pendulum oh, yeah. does this. You know, it's very like you can limit it. You know. <laughs> it's like doesn't even look like it's moving. It's like it's barely a moves. It's not a roller coaster like whoo you know and yeah then, but then you know back and forth back and forth yeah well so anyway that's the law of compensation i don't know if you have anything else you want to say about it meister uh, eckhart though meister eckhart man i've been and reading, you said I've been that, reading that's the, book. the the guy that eckhart guy that eckhart toll is, 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 is himself is after that popular now yeah. is 
Eckhart Tolle isn't Eckhart Tolle isn't that's not his actual name. He renamed himself like all like a lot of like people that feel like they've he been reborn in a certain way. Of, you know, like, oh, he felt like he was reborn. Well, he's definitely his life. If you read any of his books, Eckhart yeah, Tolle was like read... in a dark part of life, and then he came out of it. Okay, and, and has changed, and so he also renamed himself. Oh, so he came out. He renamed himself. After... It's a kind of a rebirth, kind of a, yeah, Eckhart, a new person. Yeah, Ma- Meister Eckhart was like a Franciscan monk in the round, right near the end of the Crusades, 1200-ish. Okay. Yeah, he's the one. My favorite quote from him is when he basically said, in a nutshell, paraphrased. He was in a nutshell? Yeah, in a nutshell, my favorite quote from Eckhart Tolle is uh, um, that that truth is so... Truth is so important that if God turned from it, then he would like let God go and stick with the truth. If God turned from the truth? Yeah. Hmm. But anyways, uh yeah, I don't have anything else to say. I think I did a lot of interpretation on that on that That's chapter. Fine. But um yeah. No, we're I it's it was okay. Good so here I'll just re- leave you with the end the axiom. Yeah, cool. At the end. Because actually this one was kind of weird. So the laws of balance and counterbalance are an operation on the mental as well as on the physical planes. And an understanding of these laws enables one to seem to overthrow laws. Seem to seem overthrow. overthrow. Whereas he is merely exerting a counterbalance. Exactly. So people are not using magic. No. It just seems that way that they're breaking the law. But they're just using a counterbalance. They're just doing. They're just doing like a hacky way. Of, they figure well, it out. Yeah, they've. They're. they're I guess it's not a hack if you're doing it on purpose or if yeah, it works. It's just like, right? hey, I know how the law works. Counterbalance. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. So, anyway, um, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Uh, we'll be going. Um, We're getting close to being done. By the yeah, way. Yeah. We got. Uh, Wait, cause causation, and yeah, cause, cause and effect, and, and then gender. And so, the Kabbalion does two chapters of gender, right? Yeah, and it's a pretty big... Gender will blow your mind. Yeah, because this is not gender that no, well, it, people it, are fighting about. It is and isn't. Well, well no. We'll, whenever we get yeah, into it. It will blow our minds. I'll it's say a, that. It's a, Brandon said that this was one of the biggest things that... that uh, changed his mind or that if the whole thing this the Kabbalion the gender sure thing yeah was the biggest influence or how do I it's what sold me on it yeah I was like whoa I've never thought of things this way yeah that was it okay so anyway we'll uh, see you next time and uh, talk to you later thanks Why?